Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Today's topic of anxiety was actually, we're going to pull this up, because I'm pretty sure it was from our Patreon supporter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. That is what we're building this community for, is being able to have these discussions. Let us be your gophers, find out the information, and then give you our personal experience. That's why we created this, just for you. So who yeah. was Yeah. So it's actually Nathan, our first Patreon supporter. And um, one of his biggest questions about cannabis would be about the paranoia. It can be hard to escape it sometimes. And sometimes you may not have access to CBD in the moment. And that's true. Um, We actually had a, um, your mom had an experience. Yeah. I talked about on an episode. uh, So my mom had consumed a little too much cannabis um she's she goes straight from like i think she either smokes in a little pipe or joints but um it just this time i think she took a little too much and she thought back to our episode and she did not have cbd on hand and she was and i had always told her you need to keep some type of cbd uh i look at it like cbd like you know fuel grades right like just your basic unleaded yeah E85. That's the way I look at it. It's like any type of CBD you can find out there. Um, there's if it's sold in a convenience store, grab it, right? But <laughs> my mom didn't have that. So uh, through all of the learning that we've been able to do, we found the peppercorn, putting that in your mouth and grinding it and around your molars because it's not it's not a rock. Yeah. And the oils extracted from that one will get into the bloodstream quicker through that process of pretty much making your own peppercorn oil in your mouth. And then it just starts reduce the anxiety. Yeah. My mom said within a few minutes, she started to feel calmer. Her heart wasn't racing. And I get that, that paranoid feeling we've talked about it, but the paranoia definitely, when you get that coming in there, it's so real. You know, it was interesting. I read as well that lemon juice um, might be able to reduce down that anxiety as well. Really? Yeah. I have yet to try it. So, well, I mean, that'd be pretty difficult for you to try, but I should try it. I should get, but I can drink lemon juice. No, no, no. Get really high that you feel like you oh, need lemon juice. <laughs> I just was thinking anxious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lemon juice reduces anxiety. Wow. That'd be because it's the same like why is lemonade. brandon always puckered up oh he's been drinking, he's lemon, drinking juice straight lemon juice <clears throat> i'm a crazy anxious person so i smoke weed all day long and i just drink lemon juice constantly mm, nom, nom. yeah well you imagine <laughs> the dry mouth with both of those anyways so bad oh but yeah just like you're saying it we've got so many different options to be able to help out with that one. But we really wanted to dive in this episode to talk about some of the the, the, the scientific facts of, of what's going on and where that's coming from and the possibilities of what could be causing that. Also talking about mental health as well with uh, cannabis 
Um, anxiety is a trigger of any type of mental illness, um, but it could also be just that first part that leads a little bit deeper. Um, as many people will say, like, hey, cannabis will, you know, help out with anxiety and depression. And yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. But that's why there's so many strains. Yeah. Not There's not just one. And um, like it's very common when you are using cannabis that if you are prone to um, well, there's a lot of factors that can create anxiety when using cannabis. Um, one of those is too much THC. So if it's a really high dose of THC, a really high percentage, or you're just using more than you would normally, or if you don't have a normal amount, it's you're just getting into it, you might take too much for you. And that's why we always start with go low and go slow, because everyone gets anxious. Yeah, and that's something else to really keep in mind, um, going from flower to vape to edible, know your dose. And so when you're going, I mean, the easiest ways to know your dose are going to be more or less any type of derivative from the actual flower, right? That's your concentrates, your distillates, your live rosin, everything that you can go into. Flower is going to be a completely different experience, but it's easier to dose with a synthetic compared to the flower because yeah, it's really easy unless you're weighing it out. But most are not going to. There are some. You can the canisseurs are gonna they they've got it down to a science. And if you're using it for medicine, I would even I would even press that that would be a really smart thing to do is to start weighing it out. Yeah. Yeah, well especially because if you are medicinally using it, you can know the dose you actually have to take. And sometimes when you are using flour yeah, you might know, hey, I smoke a bowl and that's what it takes for me. Or, you know, if you're taking an edible, you know, hey, I break it down to this much. I only actually need right. seven milligrams. Um, and there was an article I was reading last night on dosing and anxiety. And it was going into that if you have a lower dose, like seven, 7.5 milligrams, that you're less likely to experience anxiety. Now, I would say that that would probably be from someone who's used before because I still feel like if you've never had anything, like any cannabis, seven's a big amount of milligrams to be jumping into. Definitely. If you don't want to have anxiety or, you know, any of that. But like we were talking about before we started recording, Cannabis elevates your heart rate within the first, for the first 30 minutes, maybe, of your experience, usually. Right. Your heart rate is elevated. That's normal. Yeah, we were talking about how it's, um, the body knows when it's getting something extremely good for it, right? It it almost becomes like like a school of piranhas that people used to tell us like would happen in the eighties movies. Like you fell into the Amazon right? and it's just like bubbling water. You'd be dead in a second. Right. And then just bones left. Right. Come popping up out of the water, like one last bob. But that, that is honestly like when we're, we're talking about when sailors way back hundreds and hundreds of years ago would get scurvy 
and scurvy was a deficiency of vitamin C. And so whenever they, when they figured that out, that's what they would give them like an orange or something like that. If they, if they were starting to show signs of scurvy and the body would get just so rejuvenated in such a quick way. It's like when you get water and you've been thirsty, dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. super dehydrated. And when you get that water and it goes into your system, it's like, it, it it's crazy. It's like a, like a, I don't know, like electrical impulses going all over your body saying we have what we need. And I, I imagine that that's what happens when, when you inhale it and it goes into the lungs is the fastest way to get THC into your system. Then it immediately from your lungs gets into your blood system and goes straight to the heart. And the heart knows this. And it, it I mean, because everything is connected. Well, and your endocannabinoid system goes through like exact system. Well, it's like, it's like a almost, it, it's just embedded with the cells. It's just like, um, mushrooms. Yeah. They interact and like ingrain themselves and intertwine with their entire environment. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's alive. Isn't that crazy? I mean, to think of what a stoner thought right now came to my head, man, dude, it like, even in smoke particles, bro, goes through your whole body. It's amazing. Right. I, I feel that way right now because it's awesome. Is it? It literally is, but that's what elevates your heart rate. So it's not parent. It's not anxiety coming into you. It's the body going, we got to get this in there really fast. And that's why, and just thinking of it, like, you know, the heart rate is just getting into your system as super quick as it can, because it knows what it is. Your heart has CB1, CB2 receptors. And when it gets into the body, it starts being able to put, that's where the elevated heart rate and from the elevated heart rate, it makes you feel like you've got to take deeper breaths. Yeah. Or and, racing thoughts. And the right. thing is with cannabis, you might feel like your thoughts are racing because when you were first introduced to cannabis, sometimes time feels like it slows down. Oh yeah. So you're listening to how I would relate it is I would usually have music playing. And if it was a really good song, I would dissolve into that song. And in that one three to five to seven minutes, you know, however long mm -hmm. the song is, it felt like an hour because my train of thought would go through all of these different trains in that short amount of time. Mm. And so I was able to go through and think through so much. It felt like in such a small amount of time when I came back and realized it's only been a few minutes. Yeah. But it's because my mind is clear of all the other shit usually that's going on. Correct. All the other stuff. And I can hyper focus is usually how I call it on one thing. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's not. And that's another thing about it is cannabis and anxiety. Like part of it is the setting. Yeah, it really. And, and uh, your intent. Well, and, and the strains too, where there's a lot of debate yes. within that, you know, strain isn't really what it is and you know it doesn't really matter what does matter is that you have a specific type of plant that works really well with you not necessarily above a plant because that's typically when you talk to people who just get into cannabis uh like a guy i met last night at an event and uh you know i'm wearing my my podcaster's hat and this is all you know and 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 having the podcaster hat um, you know, I was joking around and I'm saying like, yeah, I'm a podcaster, you know, it's like Johnny Appleseed. I just start going around and I flinging 
seeds. Cannabis seeds. Yeah, just throwing out pot seeds. Pot seeds. So I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Yeah, that's all I do. And then it's like, really? Like, yeah, they make like six figures. <laughs> he's like, like, shit, I got to quit my job. Johnny Appleseed of, of cannabis. He, but he's like, is it a flick in the wrist? How do you, how do you get that job? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he had said something that really... And I hate saying it like this because I don't want to sound pretentious, but I, I was concerned. I was concerned because all he said to me was, I said, what's your favorite type of strain? He goes, I don't know. I just go in there saying, hey, just give me indica. Just give me an indica uh, edibles. He's like, because I don't like to smoke. I was like, no, I get that. I totally get that. And I said, um, yeah, that's kind of scary, dude. I mean, you're just taking whatever. And you don't know how your body's going to react. Mm-mm. And he says that sometimes it's one way and sometimes it's another. And that's why a lot of, unless it's done super scientifically, which it's going to be rare, be really expensive edibles. Edibles would go about as much as actual flour. <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah. and, and but I think people would respect it a little bit more. If, to have something it, really custom and you're like, oh, that experience would be amazing. It'd be like one of the edible meals. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's actually custom curated. If you could custom curate really good edibles with maybe picking three different types, four, four, let's do an even number, four different strains and do consistent with that one with your grow because you could think of all of the product that you weren't going to be able to use anyways to create those edibles. And if you have that type of process, then people could feel a little bit more comfortable. And then anxiety, and, that, and that's a great segue, Brandon, to talking about edibles and anxiety, because I believe that edibles have a stronger correlation to anxiety than any other way to be able to consume cannabis. Oh, yeah, because most people start with like a recommended dose or a gifted brownie from a friend. <laughs> Which does sound cool. Oh, I love those because they're never too much for me. Right. Like every time my friend comes over and brings me a brownie or he's b brought me um, Skittles that were um, edibles. He's brought, he brought me all sorts of stuff. And I never ask how much is in it. I just pop it in my mouth. Mm. Like if he gives me a bunch of them, I pop them in my mouth. Like, because there's never been too much. No one's ever brought me an edible that's been like, you shouldn't eat this whole thing. Or they've told me that, and I've already eaten the whole thing. And they're like, <laughs> how many milligrams are in that? And they're like, 50. And I'm like, do you got like three more? <laughs> like, <laughs> See, that's nuts to me, though, right? I, I would, I mean, 10, 20 milligram edibles are, are more than enough for me. Um, however, there are times where my body... And that's why the weird thing with edibles and anxiety is that when you purchase, and it's it's not to say they don't have the best intentions at all. They are creating a product that you can consume in different ways. They are trying to maximize their profit off of every single plant. And good for them because they're trying to create what we enjoy, what we love. And But at the same time, it's going to be a different experience every single time because it's not a consistent thing. So know that when and if you do have that horrible instance where you get this monster anxiety, like I've talked about my brother multiple times, like I can't even bring up edibles with him. 
He's like, nope, mm -mm, I, he doesn't even want to talk about it. My brother served two tours in Iraq, once in Ramadi, one year in Ramadi, and the other one in Baghdad. My brother saw some shit. And he's afraid of edibles. He's Damn. afraid of edibles, dude. That tells you guys, don't fuck with edibles. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, no, I mean, definitely. Well, and again, it's low and slow. Like, it is. eat half, eat a quarter. It, it makes it feel like you're not getting the true value. But holy shit, if you could take a whole bunch of edibles and turn them into quarters, and you eat one quarter, and it feels amazing. Holy shit, that's awesome. That's like... Or even the benefits of microdosing at one milligram. And exactly, cannabis is called a. Hang on, let me look it up because it's actually there's a specific term for it. Yeah, uh, talking about the anxiety. So the anxiety starts to peak out with edibles, and the reason why uh, it turns into what was it? Sorry, what was the question? What What does the edible turn into? Eleven uh, hydroxy THC when it's broken down in your in your stomach, which is. Four times stronger than, than Delta 9 THC, right. which so is whatever you inhale. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that is why uh, the, the bigger reason why that I am always a very big proponent of is going with flour first, because flour is something you can control. You really can control it. Uh, just like you can weigh it out or just do little, like a little hit, and then that's it, right? You're getting small micro doses of thc with each hit if you do little ones and then you could slowly work your way up from there while you build up that understanding not tolerance i think that's a, a word that we throw around a lot within the cannabis community is tolerance but it's not necessarily a tolerance it's just what you're i think your body's accustomed well yeah to cannabinoids that right. are like naturally plant occurring and, and i think the reason why it's like you know like the cbd we tried right we've tried a lot of other cbd products this one you feel it pretty quickly okay so it's going back to the scurvy you know if your body's missing or there your endocannabinoid ha system has a deficiency if you're introducing cannabinoids into your system you're going to feel different yeah but after a while though it was like a mark the founder of Mons Pura. Mm -hmm. I was talking with him and he had even said, I mean, he was, he's so adamant about it. I mean, it's changed him. I mean, he put all of his money into it. Yeah. And he's in like his seventies. Yeah. And he, he put all of his money into it and he was not, he wasn't poor. This is all self-funded. And yeah, it's a family run family owned business. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It is super They're cool. Good people. He said something really, really strong about it. He's like, this isn't a cure-all. This isn't a miracle mm -hmm. cure. He's like, but he's like, the thing is, my life's been better. Like, I feel better all the time. He goes, I know if I stop taking it, yeah, more likely things will return to normal. And thinking of CBD as this almost protective shell over everything within our body. Like, I know when I don't have some. I oh, know me I don't. too. And, and that goes within... So I went to my move, started getting really bad anxiety. I noticed that I didn't do two different things. One, I didn't have time to smoke a bowl or hit my pen. Oh, man. And two, I didn't take any CBD. So I I took some of the product over there. They, they have a gummy. Yeah. And they're, they taste... They're, they're like the only gummies that I have ever seen anywhere that are not water-based. Yeah. 
They're it's, MCT oil based, and they are amazing in comparison to. And they don't taste like crazy flowery hemp, like or just laden with sugar. Yeah, right. This they look like really fresh made gummy bears. They're really jiggly, and uh, I cut, I cut, I give them to my kids too. Uh, I do half of the dose on the gummy. I cut them in half, and even on my blade, it's just oil. Oh yeah, it's super crazy. It's not even sticky. Oh well. So I, I can't find what it is, the actual term for it, but it's basically this medical term for when you have a low dose of something, it has like a effect of um, reducing anxiety and depression, but in a high dose, it has the opposite effects. And so that's what cannabis has is they say that in super low doses, you're fine. It reduces anxiety or for those who are, you know, more accustomed to it, they can have a regular dose and still brings down anxiety. But also, it was going into that your age can actually play a factor in this. Oh, absolutely. Because as you get older, the amount of receptors go down. And so it can take less THC for you to get the same experience. Well, thinking of people who have heart conditions, right? Or blood pressure conditions. Like, you really need to go low and slow with that. Each experience has to be different mm-hmm. and slowly brought up that's where i think everybody gets so upset and feeling like anxiety is just overwhelming them by getting into thc and saying i can't touch it again it's because they go way too fast yeah and it's because everyone around them usually is taking hits like a bunch of them yeah and normal it should be okay to normalize going just take your dose Maybe that's the tiniest puff. Maybe it's like the biggest puff. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is. Like when we got together on your birthday, your girlfriend, she took a little tiny hits and that was it. She was like, that's it. That's all I need. Yeah, but that's how she does it because I've always been a proponent of doing your own dose because I've had friends that push, no, keep smoking, keep, you know, have some more. And then I have other friends that because of that, they have really bad experiences with cannabis. Oh, totally. And instead of them having a really good experience, it kills it for them. And I'm like, you're just pushing them through this. They could actually reduce like anxiety, stress, depression, all of this stuff help with these things. If you could just let them do it properly. I think the the purpose of having people together is not just to get, you know, like back in the day, getting, you know, let, let's go get a bunch of beers or, you know, let's find somebody that can get us a keg. Let's just get fucked up. Yeah. It's not about doing that with cannabis. It really shouldn't be that way. It, you know, it when somebody says, hey, man, you want to get together and we can sesh, usually means, hey, you want to get together, let's smoke a couple bowls and let's just have fun conversations or just enjoy the company of others. No one's ever like, bro, what do you want to do? Let's smoke a bowl and let's go pick a fight with people. But I'll be like, bro, let's smoke a bowl and then go like longboard the canyon. Or or let's go play some frisbee golf. Yeah. Or like wander around in the mountains or go do something because I love doing that kind of stuff. I know. It's terrible. (laughs) But great at the same time. Oh, but that's a thing too. That's a misnomer within... Things that now we're not, neither one of us are medical experts. 
but at the same time, we are subject matter experts and thinking about what are the things that we have done? What have we felt? And always one, if the anxiety starts coming up with any of the THC that you're doing, it could be one, the strain to the delivery method, right? So go backwards from what you think typically don't do edible vape and then flower try flower first there's different things that you could be able to you know make the experience a little better like getting a nice catcher you know with those yeah or those vaporizer little, yeah or vaporizer anything else like there's a bunch of ways you can partake flower totally without having to smoke it and then from there go into carts because now you have a better understanding We've talked about carts. There's this weird, like, I would even say, like, a Elon shelf. Musk nanotechnology that doesn't allow, it's like a governor on your car. Yeah, it's that's a, what it is. Oh, it's the limiter. Yes, yeah, the oh, limiter. Those are terrible. Sons of you're like flooring it on the freeway. Why is it not going faster? Like, I can't go past like 120 in this stupid car. But it says 180. Yeah. Lion sex shit. But. It, it's exactly that it, with a cart it, there's and maybe it's just because we have been such consistent consumers of it that that's why it is we I've hit a ceiling felt that way with carts though. i have too even with, from the start but they are a higher percentage of thc so that is also something to be aware of with anxiety is starting with a cart unless you get like a three to one which you can get like three parts CBD, one THC there you in go. a cart sometimes. Being more economical about it because you, you and, and economically, I'm not saying like money wise, like what is the dosage and you need elements of CBD in there if you are prone to anxiety, right? And, and it, that you brought up a great point. It's the percentage isn't really as important as everybody says it is. And then the last is edibles. Edibles is... And it sounds, it might sound stupid to some people hearing this, but just, just hear me out on it. Edibles are for more advanced consumers. I would say because they know their endocannabinoid system a little bit better because they know how they feel on it. But when it's four times stronger than any other type of, that processes through your body and it lasts longer, anywhere from like what, two hours to six hours, I've had it going almost like eight hours on one edible. Yeah, they can last for a really long time, and I w they are for more advanced users, I think, sometimes, but at the same time, not every person wants to inhale. I know when I got my grandma to use cannabis for like a year and a half. Right, but you dosed them. I know, yeah. So that's what I'm saying is potentially if you can find your dose and start slow, an edible is just fine too. It's it's the person and the situation, I think. But it's just not everyone has me dosing their edibles. Well, and, that, and that's another point I was just about to make. And, and it's going to retract from what I said. Okay, so edibles, I would think commercial edibles are more for an advanced user. Because how many times have we heard somebody getting an edible from some dispo and one puts them on the moon yeah. and they don't feel good and they're sick and they're throwing up. They got the spins like, yeah, obviously it was really sensitive, but they could have another piece in that bag that would do nothing to them Yeah, because it's, it's improperly dosed. So 
that's what I, I'm going to follow with is that get it. There are hundreds and hundreds of videos on how to make edibles on YouTube. Um, maybe that's something that we do on our Patreon. We also have an edibles episode where we talk about and teach you how to make edibles. Yeah. But we will throw up videos on our Patreon that you can go watch and learn yeah. how to make some edibles. That would be cool. We'll cut something together and put it out there. So pay attention to that in the future. But it definitely, it's, I, I would say that get into learning, you know, how to be able to make your own edibles to be able to reduce this anxiety. Because the anxiety is coming from a system that is overloaded. And that's where a lot of anxiety comes from. And so when using THC products, you got to find the right strain. Yeah. It's just going to help you. But at the end of the day, if you are stuck in that, you do have to sometimes ride it out. And at that moment, what you do is you find a better setting. Yeah. You find music you like, you go lay down, you find a place that you're comfortable in and you sit there. Because yeah. if you're not anxious sometimes... And it happens. Um, when you use cannabis, sometimes you focus on something small. Maybe it's nothing, but in your mind it becomes something. Yeah. Maybe someone looked at you and you thought they looked at you funny. But really, Damn, that person's they weren't even issues. focusing on it. But it happens. Like, everyone has, you know, they're like, oh, I felt weird because I, I got this weird vibe from you. And they're like. No, I was just high as shit. Uh, yeah, was right. fine. They're like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, I I just wanted to make sure we're okay. Like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. Don't even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, that's that paranoia. Yeah, I can't... When I was hosting church, I can't tell you how many people that I would meet that would come here and they're like, hey, sorry. Sorry for not saying anything for the last five minutes. And I was like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Everyone in this room has been there. Yeah. And if they haven't, they're probably there right now. Yeah. So, like, you okay. are in good company. Everyone understands. Oh, exactly. And there's times that you're like, I had to trace that, chase that train of thought. And you go down a rabbit hole. And maybe it's something in your life that just clicked at that moment. And because cannabis cleared out all the other stuff in there, all the cobwebs, you follow this thought, this thing that you're like, Oh, I've been thinking about this for the longest time. And that happens. And then you come back into the room and you're like, oh, man, I felt like I was in a whole nother reality for two minutes, three minutes, whatever. Yeah. But everyone has that. That's that's the other part, too, is to feel comfortable with your cannabis use, meaning mm -hmm. just take it easy. If you're not really comfortable, you haven't been consuming for very long, start just like we always say, low and slow, but more than that one is just take your time. Let, have a couple of puffs, you know, have a portion, a small portion of your edible. One thing that um, I actually read that thinking about makes a lot more sense is in the setting, it went into as much as like, are you smoking where your spouse knows? Does your spouse know about your use or your, your partner or your roommate or your parents? Like, or you're worried about lo locality of it and being arrested. Like there's so many things that come with cannabis use that so many people worry about that. It's like, Oh, I can't just go use this. I'm 
having to think about all of these other things. And I'm like, you know, that makes a lot of sense because how many people do we know that have been like, my partner didn't know, my spouse didn't know. Oh, dude, I hid it from my wife for months. Oh, see, the nice thing is I was divorced and I I was using cannabis and using it to a point that I'm like, this is part of who I am. Yeah, no, I, and I, for me, so my girlfriend, it was like, take it or leave it, but this is me. Did open up to my wife and, and Brandon, you are right. You know, be open with your significant other if that's going to be an issue. Um, and you know, along those same lines, um, some of it may be where you have had a firm stance that cannabis is bad. And then later on, learn more about it, changed your mind and you have children. I have now talked to, well, I haven't talked to my six-year-old because he'd be like, I don't know what that is. But, you know, I've talked to my 10-year-old, my 13-year-olds, and my 15-year-old. And I was just like, you know, if you see me out here and I've got something, you've seen smoke come out, I want to teach you about cannabis and why I take it and when I take it and how it affects me. And it's opened their minds up to being able to use uh, CBD products. I'm, I'm not okay with THC unless it's under like somebody who knows a medical professional that knows about those things mm-hmm. about cannabis. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to be, yeah, cool. Let's do that. Like they wanted to give my kid THC. I don't trust myself enough to get them THC. Yeah, uh, I don't know enough. I don't. And there's not enough studies that, you know, it's so early into the actual studies, the medicinal studies. I give one of my sons uh, a dropper of Mons Pura, uh, half a dose every morning. And then the other one likes half of a gummy every morning. That's it. That's all I give them. And they're super chill. That's why I've, I've, I've loved that stuff. It's been awesome. And it, it's, I don't know, you know, when you think about making sure that T, you know, that the right vitamins are in your system, right? T, H, and C. Yeah, I always got to get my vitamins. And C, B, and D. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you can get those. But honestly, it, this is, it's not just... To make you feel good, to be in a, a medical sense, it's a prophylactic, it's a protectant, especially from anti-inflammatory issues. Um, that's THC and CBD, pain relief, anxiety is pain. Yeah. And, you know, if you can get something that, you know, cannabis related that is going to be able to help you with that, there's, there's a lot of options. If you're getting stressed out with cannabis... It's your dosing or the strain or the strain or not having elements next to you, like really good CBD. Yeah. So, you know, next time you do, if you're prone to getting anxious, get a better setting. Yep. Try to have some CBD or black peppercorns or try out lemon juice and let us know if that Yeah, helps. I would really like to hear about people using lemon juice. You know, maybe we'll throw that on Patreon too. We'll uh, get really high one day. And then test it. Yeah, we'll oh. test different things because we have CBD too. So we'll just, yeah. <laughs> that would be, all right, let's do that. We're going to get some, it's going to be easier to smoke me out. Yeah. We'll use some Sleepy Joe. Oh, oh. yeah, I still have some. I do too. I got a little bit of it all left. Right. Okay, so so I know we've been talking a lot about Mons Pura, and we're, the reason why we love it, we have loved the product. It's here in Utah, family owned. We love them so much. We reached out and we said, "Hey, is there any way that we can be able to give our listeners this?" So they actually created a a website 
and that'll be in the link down there below go check this product out we love it we're totally into it oh, it's made such a difference super huge there, there's so many other products we'll talk about those too we just love it because what it's doing for us yeah guys and uh as always thanks for tuning in yeah and uh make sure to um take the dog out before you know you go to bed because you don't want to find puddles or a pile of shit in the morning <laughs> <laughs> take care <laughs>